Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Love Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen.
once again a privilege to be in your presence. Speak to us, Father. We long to hear from you. We long to hear your words of salvation. When we hear you, our souls are satisfied. May we not hear a man. May we hear your word. May we hear your voice, Father. Speak to the souls of, of the people. Speak to their spirits, Father. In the name of Jesus, minister to us. May we never ever be the same. We ask for an encounter with your word. You said that you send forth your word. To heal them and to deliver them from all their destruction. Today we pray for the manifestation of the power of the word to deliver from destruction. In the name of Jesus, let the power of the word that brings into manifestation your blessings. Father, let it manifest today. We thank you. We bless you. Jesus name let me hear somebody say amen your hands together for Jesus as you sit on top of your enemies hallelujah today is um, today is what Palm Sunday Palm Sunday um, so today marks Today marks the week before the crucifixion of Jesus on the cross. And um, I want us to look at a few things that happened that week. And I believe that since Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and he will not change tomorrow then what happened yesterday can happen to you too today I know you didn't hear it I said what happened yesterday since he's the same Lord and he has not changed since he's the same yesterday today and forever what happened yesterday can happen to you today Did you hear the amen? amen? Me too, I didn't hear. I'm sure. I, I'm sure some people don't believe that it, it, it can happen to you. But don't worry, as many as do, it will happen to you. Amen. Hallelujah. As many as do will happen to you. So we are going to tie in the Palm Sunday with our subject. Okay? And our subject is that we are developing the power of the mouth, which is one of the things that makes the serpent um, very wise, okay? And we need to exhibit that level of wisdom to survive in a very wicked world. Hallelujah. 
So in developing the power of the mouth, we, under, we, we, we were made to understand that we have to, we have to develop our ability to preach. To preach what? To preach the word of God. Hallelujah. Because the preaching of the word of God, it is not the, the sole preserve of um, bishops and pastors and reverend ministers. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Jesus said that you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And I have ordained you. Even though we have not had ordination ceremonies for you, you have been ordained by Jesus. By the fact that you have surrendered your life to him. You have not chosen me. I have chosen you. And I have ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruits. And that your fruits should remain. Hallelujah. So it's not our soul um, right. It is our right to preach. That's pastors and bishops. No. It's for everybody. So we are supposed to develop our ability to preach. Okay. When we do that, we will be developing the power of the mouth. That makes us wise. So we can prevail in a wicked world. Hallelujah. Is that not the case? Now, something very interesting happened the week before Jesus was crucified. Okay, I believe in the book of Luke chapter 19, if I'm not mistaken, from verse 25 or so. Luke, the book of Luke chapter 19. Okay, from 26. Okay, and today we are looking at one point just one point from this very amazing and powerful book. Okay. Um, 20, 120 reasons why you should be a soul winner. 120 reasons why you should open your mouth and preach the word of God. 120 reasons why you should tell somebody about the love of Jesus. 120 reasons why you should let somebody come to the saving knowledge of Christ. 120 reasons. Hallelujah. You cannot go through these 120 reasons and keep quiet. <laughs> you can't. So, we are looking at the, the number 52. No, number 51 of the reasons. 120 reasons. We are looking at number 51 reason. Eh? The number 51 reason says this. Are you ready? Are you ready to flow? It says that you must be a soul winner so that God will be gracious and bless you. You must be a soul winner so that God will be gracious and bless you. What it means that being a soul winner or winning souls, uh, it invokes God's graciousness. When we talk about graciousness or gracious, we are talking about kindness. Kindness. How many of you would love God to show you kindness? How many of you, are, no, not everybody. How many of you need kindness from God? 87 people. I can count 87 people. 
you know, if time permits today, I will show you why you need kindness. And why another word for kindness, for, for gracious, is merciful. Yes, merciful. And I, 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 would, I would let you know why you need mercy. Why you need, you need graciousness. Why you need the manifestation of God's graciousness. Hallelujah. Sometimes, sometimes you don't fight and you don't, you don't strive to get some things because you don't know their value. You don't know their contribution to, to, the, to, to the life you have. You don't know how far they can advance you. So you don't strive to get them. Hallelujah. But today you will strive to get God's mercy. And to get God, God's mercy, one of the things you must do is that you must be a soul winner. You must be somebody who opens his mouth and preaches the word of God. You must be somebody who shamelessly approaches people and invites them to Christ. It invokes graciousness from above. Hallelujah. Yes. Psalm 67 verse, we'll come to this. Psalm 67 verses 1 and 2. Psalm 67 verses 1 and 2. Listen to what it says. It says, God be merciful unto me and bless me and cause his face to shine upon me. The word the merciful also means gracious. You know there's a song like that. Lord be gracious and bless me and make your face shine on us. Let your... Oh, you don't know how to sing this song. All over the earth, let your ways be known, your salvation sure. All over the earth, God be gracious and bless us and make your face shine on us. Let your ways be known, your salvation shown all over the earth. Let your ways be known, your salvation shown all over the earth. God be gracious. God be gracious and bless us and make your face shine on us. Let your ways be known, your salvation shown all over the earth. Let your ways be known, your salvation shown all over the earth. Hallelujah. Some of you are pretending to be watching, reading your scriptures from your phone. Everybody put away your phone. Now, look here. Listen to me so that you don't miss anything. Yes. Please, my men, go through. Everybody put, put away your phone. Put, hide it somewhere. Hide your phone somewhere. And listen to me. Don't let Satan take advantage of you when you come to church. Because Satan also comes to church. Did you know that? Did you know that Satan comes to church? Because the other day that God was meeting with his people, he met Satan and said, Hey, Jack, where are you coming from? He said, well, I was going to and fro. Yes, Satan came into the presence of God. So Satan comes to church. Don't let him distract you. Do you understand? Because see, your deliverance is in what you hear. Yes. You can sit here and hear nothing. When deliverance is coming, it will just be passing. It will passing you to the next person. Because you cannot hear. You cannot hear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Yes. So it says that Lord be gracious and bless us and make your face shine on us, upon us. Verse 2 says that that your ways be known upon earth and, and the saving help among all nations. Give me new American standard Bible. NASB. God be gracious to us and bless us and cause your face to shine upon us that your way be known be, that your way may be known on the earth your salvation among all nations your salvation among all nations God's plan is that his salvation will be known that is the reason why he sent Jesus the reason why we are celebrating Palm Sunday and we'll be celebrating Good Friday and we'll be celebrating Easter, I mean Sunday is what? Easter Sunday is the resurrection Sunday the reason why we'll be celebrating all these things is because of this, that your salvation will be known among all nations this is the reason hallelujah the reason is not to go to is not to go to Kewu Mountains. No, 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 no. It's not to go to Kewu and go and do power gliding. That is not why. That is not why we are celebrating Easter. That is not why Christ came. He didn't come so that you can go and go and chill at Kewu. Hey, are they going there this year? They are not going there. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. That is not it. Because some people, when you look into their calendar, Easter is Kowu. Kowu, 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 Kowu. That is not the aim. The aim is that his saving knowledge would reach everywhere in the world. That is why he came. Hallelujah. So the attention of God is fixed on those who have taken this to heart. And they are running with this vision to make sure that the saving knowledge of Christ permeates everywhere in the world. God also is interested in them and he has promised that he will be gracious to them. He will be gracious to such people. The grace of God will not be everywhere on these people. Can you understand that? Yes. I want you to look at what happens to those who allow themselves for God to use to do this. I'm going to show you in two instances and then I'll close. Two instances and then I'll close. What happens to those who allow themselves to be used by God To propagate his gospel. To do his work. What happens to them? Two instances and then I'll close. Luke chapter 19. Bring me my scripture. Look at what happened. The week before Easter. From verse 26. For I say unto you that unto everyone. Which heart, which heart shall be given. Verse 27. 
Verse 29. It starts with, and it shall come to pass. Ha. And it shall come to pass. And it came to pass. When he was come nigh to Bethphage and Bethany, at the mount called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples. Are you here? He sent two of his disciples, saying, Go ye into the village over against you, in the which at your entry ye shall find a court tied, whereon yet never man sat. King James has a very, very nice way of coining the English bar. <laughs> whereon yet never man sat. You understand the English? Whereon, whereon yet never man sat. You must understand. Very powerful English. <laughs> then he said that lose him. Lose what? What is the him? A donkey. You don't use him for donkey. You use what? It. But in this instance. He said, I lose him. Lose him. <laughs> I'll come to that. And bring him thither. Hither. Next verse. And if any man ask you, why do you lose him? Thus shall ye say unto him, because the master has need of him. So lose him. Let him go. Because the master has need of him. I'm getting excited already. <laughs> and they that were sent went their way and found even as he had said unto them. Mm. And as they were losing the cult, the owners, the owners, those who have owned the cult, said unto them, why lose ye the court? Why are you losing? It belongs to us. Why are you? We are the owners. Why are you losing the, the court? Listen to the response. And they said, The Lord had need of him. And the owners never said anything again. The master has need of what you own. And I'm sure they said, no problem. If it is the master who has need of him, then even though we own it and we control it and we have tied it to restrict and limit how far it can go, but because, because the Lord, because the master has need of the court. Hey, we can't say that. Release the court. Let the court go as far as it can go. Because the master has need of him. I am telling you what happens to those who allow themselves to be used by the master. Hallelujah. Let him go. 
Let him go. Next verse. And they brought him to Jesus. Wow. And they cast their garments upon the court. And they set Jesus thereon. And as he went, as he went on the court, as he sat on the donkey, and they were moving, then the women came with their Holland, with their Dumas, with their GTPs and ATPs. They carried them, and the master was riding. When the master is riding on the court or on the donkey, the master's feet is not on the ground. The master is sitting with the legs, with the feet hanging. But they came. Even though the master is not stepping on the ground, yet they took their cloth and they displayed the, they put the cloth in front of the court, thinking that it is honor for the master. But the court walked the court walked on the cloth. It was the court that walked on the cloth. <laughs> Somebody is about to be honored. I know you didn't hear it. Yeah, you're not the one I'm talking to. Somebody is about to be honored. I said, Somebody is about to be honored. Somebody who has allowed God to use you. Somebody who will allow God to use you. Your destiny is about to be honored. Yes. Your life is about to be honored. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Your career is about to be honored. Your ministry is about to be honored. Yes, In Lord. the name of Jesus. Jesus. Give me cloth. Where are your clothes? Hey! Mayakobabanenemosiaka. <laughs> hey! What did they do? As he went, they spread their clothes in the way. In the way. Bring me. Clots. No cloth. Clots. They, not, not she. They <laughs> spread their clots. Hey. They spread their clots. The women came. Beautiful. Nice. Nice. Hey. Somebody watching me. They are clothes. So I'm showing you what happened the day before Easter. Today is the day before Easter. Huh? Yes. On the donkey. You see, the first thing is that they put a cloth on the donkey. For Jesus to sit on. They covered the donkey. Covered the donkey with their cloth. Because they want to honor the master. 
But you and I know that the covering was on the donkey. The whole land, it was on the donkey. They covered the donkey. And you see, I hear God telling me that as we allow ourselves to be used by us, He will cover our nakedness. Oh. <laughs> hey, my time is almost finished. <laughs> so, number one, sit down and listen. Number one, okay. Because I have one more I have to do it very quickly. Number one is that, you see, because the master had need of the court, it was tied to a tree by them that owned it. Mm. They own it. They control it. They decide what it will do. They decide how far it will go. They had great influence on what happens to that court, to that donkey. They had it. Do you understand? And they, they control, they detect the pace of the life of the donkey. They, they, they determine whether, whether, what the donkey will eat, what the donkey would eat. They determine it. There was total control over the life of the donkey until such a time that the master, the master requested to use that donkey the donkey was not free until the master needed it. So, whoever the master needs cannot be in captivity. No. Cannot be. It cannot be. It can't happen. That is why the other day in the, in the, in the, in the nation of Egypt, when the people of God, God wanted to release them, he sent Moses. He said that Moses, go and tell Pharaoh. He said, Pharaoh, let my people go. Let my people go. Why should they go? They are going to have fanfare. Or they are going to have beach party. Or they are going to have pool party. Or what, what are they going to do? He said, let my people go that they may serve me. Their service to God warranted their freedom. Let my people go so that they can serve me. <laughs> that is why I say, when God frees you, He frees you to use you. Yeah. He released the people so that He can, He could use them. Hallelujah. Yes. And then this donkey also, it was tied. When the master needed it, he said, release it. Yes. And the donkey was released. The donkey went as far as it normally wouldn't go. Because the master had need of the donkey. Hey, this is the reason why you should take this very seriously. And allow yourself to be used because you see if you allow yourself you have orchestrated your own salvation you have orchestrated your own freedom you have orchestrated your own liberation because anyone the Lord has need of anyone that the Lord wants to use that 
person cannot be in captivity. That person cannot be in bondage. Anything that has held you bondage, you have the ability to deliver yourself from that bondage by making yourselves available so that God can use you. Because anything that God can use cannot be in captivity. It cannot be in bondage. Your life will escape from bondage if you allow God to use your life. Let my people go that they may save me. Let them go. Let them go. You will save me, then you'll be free. Be free. You cannot hold bondage captive, the servant of God. No. You can't do that. Let my people go. Let my people go. Why? So that they will save. Bondage. Marital bondage. Career bondage. <laughs> Some of you, sin has held you bondage. That power that influences your life, including the powers that come from your family, that have vowed that as for you, you will never be free. Listen. Listen, I have good news for you. The good news is that those powers, they will lose control over your life. Listen to me. I want to dare anybody here. Dare anybody here that you have seen a certain pattern or cycle in your family. I dare you. I want you to dedicate your life for God's use and and I am going to bet with you and see whether that cycle you see in your family, whether you will see them any longer in your life. Because it is not possible for, for a servant or for anything that God uses to be in bondage. It's not possible. It's not possible. That is why somebody will look at me and tell me that, look, you are are you sure you are your father's son? Because what I see in the others, I don't see in you. It's because I'm free. It's because I'm free. And I am free because the Lord has used, he has need of me. So I'm free. So I'm free. No ancestral covenant can take hold and control my destiny. No power, no word spoken, no legislation in my bloodline which controls and dictates the pace of destinies in my family can control my why because the Lord has need of me, and as long as I'm being used by God, my life cannot be in bondage. I can't be in bondage, I cannot be in bondage. Hallelujah. Are you sure you are here? They are telling me something, but don't worry. I cannot. You cannot be in bondage. You cannot be ruled. Bondage. That's number one. Number two is that after they released the court, the donkey, and they brought the donkey, the women took their cloth and they placed the cloth on the donkey. 
they decorated the donkey because of who is going to use the donkey. Narosiataya. You see, you, you, you are denied a certain decoration in life. You are, you are, you are, um, what is the word? Muntu Tumbra. You are, you are, you are bereft. You are, you are stripped off. You are denied a certain decoration of life. A certain decoration of destiny. A certain garnishing. Something that makes a life glorious. A covering that covers your life from nakedness. A covering that covers your life from shame. You see, you are bereft of it. Why? Because the Lord is not using you. But as long as the Lord wants to use you, the women will come. Oh, Mario Sayaya. Your destiny helpers will come. Your destiny decorators will come. And they will come with their decorative pieces. And they will decorate your life. Only because the master has need of you. Jesus has need of you. And I pray for somebody here. Who has made himself or herself available. For God to use. Today is your day of divine decoration. May God decorate your destiny. May God decorate your career. God decorate your marriage. God decorate your life. Amen. Yes. Yes. Decorate it. Ayakomonesi Antona. Did they not cover the court? I said, did they not cover? I thought I read it. And they brought him to Jesus. And they came and they cast their garments upon the court. They cast their garments. Yeah. Do you know that a covering is a protection? Covering is protection. So when the Lord can use you, they put a covering on you. They put a covering on your family. There's a covering that comes upon you. If you don't feel that covering, check the way you are serving him. Check the way he's using you. Because anyone he uses, he places a covering on you. Men will have no choice but to come with the covering. I say, men will have no choice. They will run to you because when God wants to use you, He speaks to men. And the Bible says, and they cast, and they cast. They came. He didn't request. They came because they saw that this is something that the Lord wanted to use. We are going to decorate it. We are going to protect it. What God uses is protected. I pray that your life and your destiny is protected as you allow God to use your life. Come on, son. Yes. Then, then, after they put it on him, after they put it on him, the Bible said that, as Jesus sat upon the donkey and he went when they saw that the donkey was moving I told you his feet were not on the ground 
his feet were hanging because he was sitting on the donkey so the feet cannot get to the ground so the feet were hanging but the reason why the women the women came to cast their cloth is not because of the donkey no, 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 no. It's not because of that. No, I'm sure they have seen the donkey. Nobody respected the donkey. But you see, the presence of the master on the donkey is what attracted the women to bring their cloth, Marosi attire. And they spread their cloth on the way. But guess what? It wasn't the savior. It wasn't the master who walked on it. But it was the donkey upon whom the master sat. It was the donkey that the master was using. He was the one who began to walk on the cloth. He began to walk on the cloth. He, he had the privilege of walking on the cloth because of who he carried. Who is using you? Who is using you? Who is using you? Who is using you? He will put a red carpet. Oh, I remember the last time. I mean, the last time, not the last time, the, before I was invited to South Africa. When I got there, I saw my host. They sent, they sent a woman to come and pick me. So I took my things as we were going. I said, Where is the car? Where is the car? Hey, you won't believe it. Oh. You will not believe it. You see, later on, I heard that when they were coming to the airport to come and pick me, one guy who had a Bentley. And another guy who had Mercedes Benz. The two of them began to fight. The Mercedes Benz says that I'm going to pick him. The guy with the Bentley said that I am going to pick him. And he said, I am going to pick him. They said, Oh, I'm going to pick him. No, 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 I'm going to pick him. No, no. I'm... And, 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 and the pastor said, Look, you are delaying. The man you will be arriving soon. So quickly go. So they eventually settled on the Bentley. So they came to the airport with the Bentley. So to compensate the guy with the Mercedes Benz, he was asked to accompany the guy who was using the Bentley. Because the guy, he needed company. He said, look, I must pick the man of God. Yes. They laid a red carpet for me. Is it because of me? No, 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 no. It is because of who is using me. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Your privileges, the great things that come to your life is because of who you are allowed to use you. Christ was using the donkey and the donkey was walking on the cloth. They laid the cloth and the donkey was having a field day. I prayed for somebody. I prayed for somebody. I prayed for somebody. May a red carpet be laid. May a red carpet be laid. As Christ uses you. Jesus carpet be laid. In the name of Jesus. May a red carpet be laid and cut your sleeve. Cut your sleeve. You walk on them. These clothes are anointed. Cut your sleeve. You walk on them. You walk on them. Hey, you walk on them and people will see you and say, ah. <laughs> Why this donkey? The reason for that donkey is because the master is using that donkey. That's why I was talking to Bishop Isaac Sally this week. And I was telling them that it blows my mind to think that somebody will be threatened by God to bring me a car. I don't get it. Why? 
threat. He said that for three months, God has been threatening him. If he doesn't bring me the car, something will happen to him. And I said, why would God threaten somebody because of me to bring me a car? I have not prayed for a car. No, because I don't pray for the things I have. I had one. My wife had one. So why do we have to pray for a car? But the guy called me and said, Pastor! Pastor! Pastor, I need to see you today. I said, you can't see me today. It's my birthday. You can't see me. I'm spending the birthday with my family. He said, Pastor, don't blame me. Pastor, don't blame me. If something happens, don't blame me, Pastor. Pastor, I called you. Don't blame me. Don't. I said, ah, why? You called to threaten me or what? Well, what did you call to do? Are you threatening me? He said, I'm not threatening, but what is happening? If I don't see you, something bad can happen. So I said, come. And he came. When he came, he drove into my house. He parked his car, took the documents. He dropped the document, dropped the key, and he ran out of my house. He said, he said, I have been afraid for three months. And I'm saying, why would God do that? Why would God do that? Do you understand? Why would God do that? It is only because, you see, I am, I am, I, 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 I am needed. Maybe, maybe when I say that, it, it smells of, or it smacks of pride. It is because I have been privileged to be selected like this call to be used. I am no better than those who are not being used, but it's, I've been privileged. And because of that, they are laying their clothes. Eh? Nobody called for them. They came on their own accord. They laid the clothes on the ground. And the donkey, the court began to walk on it. Began to walk on it. And Christ, as long as Christ was at the back of the donkey, the donkey was, they were spreading the thing and the donkey was walking on it. The donkey was walking on it. They will lay a red carpet before you. I said, they will lay a red carpet before you. In the name of Jesus. Sit down, let me finish my message so that I can. Psalm 145. Psalm 145. Psalm 145. From verse 1. Yeah, 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 came out. I will extol thee, my God, O King. I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day I'll bless thee. I'll praise thy name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. You know, you remember this a song? Oh, you forgot it. How does it go? I'll bless. Sing it well. Wow. You see, the young people, they can't sing. The elderly are singing. <laughs> Hallelujah. A very beautiful song. Can you go? Go to verse 8 for me. Let me see. Verse 8. Look at it. I'm closing with this. I have six minutes. I'm closing with this. It says that. The Lord is gracious. Full of compassion. Slow to anger. And of great mercy. Remember what I said first. When, when you allow him to use you, what does he show you? 
he is gracious to you huh? because you make known his salvation among all the nations of the world he becomes gracious to you now I want you to see I promise you that I'll show you what is the effect of graciousness when God is gracious to somebody what do you see because graciousness in itself you can't see it with your eyes there are things that happen in the physical which are manifestations of his graciousness are you here the Lord is gracious full of compassion slow to anger and of great mercy now let me show you let me show you this in Psalm 106 Psalm 106 Psalm 106 I remember it's Psalm 106 but which verse it talks about the fact that it said we have sinned against you our fathers we have sinned against you we have committed iniquity and we have done wickedly verse 7 it said look at this everybody look at this I'm ending with this don't miss this if you have your phone put your phone away I beg you put it away put your phone away otherwise one day I walk into the service pick your phone and throw it away yeah, because it's not helping you listen I say you damn this is scripture look at it it said our fathers understood not thy wonders in Egypt number one okay thy wonders in Egypt number two is that it said that they remembered not the multitude of thy mercies eh? <laughs> but provoked him at the sea even at the Red Sea verse 8 says that okay so I'm interested in verse 7 I'm closing with verse 7 our fathers understood not thy wonders in Egypt eh? they remembered not the multitude of thy mercies where where, where, where were the multitudes of thy mercies? Were they not in Egypt? He was talking about Egypt. They understood not thy wonders in Egypt. They remembered not the multitude of thy mercies. They didn't remember. What were the multitude of his mercies? It was the manifestation of the signs and wonders in Egypt. They remember not the multitude of your mercies. There is what we call the manifestations of the mercies of God. When God is showing you mercy, how would you know? The manifestations of wonders are manifestations of mercies. Yeah. So when God, when God brought darkness in the whole land of Egypt, and only Goshen had light. That was the manifestation of mercy. When there were frogs everywhere, disturbing them. When there were, there were gnats everywhere, disturbing them. And there was none in Goshen. It was the manifestation of the mercies of God. When the firstborns in Egypt were dying and none died in the house of any Israeli, it was the manifestation of the mercies of God. So when God begins to show you grace, graciousness, 
eh? the manifestation of that are signs and wonders oh it makes me remember when the Israelites when they were going out of Egypt and then Pharaoh changed his mind he changed his mind and said look go after them and recapture them let us keep them in captivity as they were going the Red Sea was before them behind them were their enemies on the sides were wilderness where are we going then I saw the manifestation of the message of God the Red Sea opened there was water on the left side and on the right side and the message of God held the water so that the children of God will walk on the dry ground. <laughs> Something that could have destroyed them. Huh? The message of God held them. Because if that wall of water had come down, that would have been the end of these three million people. They would have drowned in that sea. But the message of God, as they were walking to their promised land, as they were walking to the place that God has destined for them, and there were troubles on the left, troubles on the right, and they don't know how. How are we going to get there? There are troubles. And as you go on in life, you see there are many troubles, and there are many difficulties, and there are many things that they attempt to delete you. Delete you. But when you invoke the mercy of God, you see, the mercies of God in the midst of the trouble, you hold the trouble on the left and on the right. And you see, as you are walking, you see trouble. But as you see trouble, you'll be walking in the middle of the trouble because they can't come to you. Do you know why? Do you know why? that other people like you are losing their lives and you are not losing your life other people like you instead of being in school they have been impregnated and they are carrying babies but you you met the guys but they didn't impregnate you and your life is still on course you are still in school you are still moving on do you know why because you are better Noah because the message of God have kept the troubles that would have drowned your destiny the troubles that would have eliminated tell you the message of God they keep them away keep them away the message of God so they walk on dry land walk hey and there was trouble here there was trouble there so the Bible says a thousand shall fall on thy side ten thousand on your right hand it won't come to you do you know why because messes the messes of God have kept them have kept them in their place to create space for you because you must fulfill destiny oh wow I pray for somebody here that as you allow God to use you there will be a manifestation of the messes of God that will take you out of the troubles the troubles that delete destinies the trouble that cancels people Futures, uh, the troubles uh, that destroy marriages, uh, may the message of God uh, as He uses you, uh, may the message of God, uh, hey, uh, may they manifest in your life, yes. may they manifest in your career Jesus. in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Manifestations of the messes of God when you allow Him to use you. Be gracious to you. 
be merciful to you. And by reason of the mercy, you will get to the end of the journey. You will not be cut off. You will not be drowned. You see, the same people, the people following them, they didn't have mercy. There was no mercy. So the waters, after the people of Israel had passed, then the waters came together. And that was their end. They couldn't get to where they were going. Their target was to capture the people. They couldn't capture them. Do you understand? Because they didn't have mercy. So when the people had passed, the mercy of God left. And when the mercy of God left, the waters came together and they got drowned. And every one of them died. Uh, every one of them died. Church, we need this mercy. And we provoke this mercy by allowing God to use us. Good Friday. We are saying, don't come alone. Let God use you to make meaning of the sacrifice He came to make. Allow God to use you to hold somebody's hand and bring the person to Christ. This is why we celebrate Easter. If it hadn't been for that sacrifice, you and I wouldn't be sitting here. So today, appeal to you. Let God find use with your life. Yes. Let God find use with your life. Allow God to use you. Touch your heart. Reach out to somebody. Hold the person's hand and bring the person to church. And let God do what he wants to do with your life. Stand to your feet. My time is up. Oh, you are not clapping. You are not. Just by allowing God to use you, look at the things that are going to happen to you. Lift up your two hands. I wanted to talk to you. If you don't mean it, don't pray. If you don't mean it, don't pray. Talk to him that he would use you. Talk to him that he would find you like the cause. Like that donkey. Oh, I can Father, use us, Lord, if you can use anything. Use us. Use me, Lord. Oh, yes, Lift up your voice and pray. Oh, use me, Lord. Everybody. I'll be a vessel. Use me, oh God. Father, if you can use anything, use me. Use me, Lord. I avail myself, Lord. I avail myself to your faith. I avail myself to your work. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. For your glory, use me, Lord. For your honor, use me, Lord. For your work, use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Here, let him be under. Lord, I avail myself. Lord, I avail myself. Use me, use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. For your glory.
I thank you, Father. I bless you. Receive it. Find them useful. Yes. Please have need for your people. Yes. Like you had a need for the donkey. Father, have need for these ones. That in the same way you commanded the donkey, the court, to be freed. So you would command their liberation and freedom. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Bless you today. In the mighty name of Jesus. As every head is by and every eye closed, you are here today. You do not know Jesus as the Lord and Savior. If you die today, you are not sure where you will spend eternity. Jesus is standing at the door of your heart and is knocking. He says, my son, my daughter, today, if you would hear my voice and open that door, I would come in, I'll be with you, and I would dine with you. You are here like that this afternoon. You want to say that, Pastor? I wanted to pray with you. I need Jesus in my life. You are here like that. Please pray with me. I want to pray with you. If you want me to pray with you, wherever you are standing, I want to slip your hand up above your head. Lift your hands above your head and I'm going to pray with you. Please pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I can see your hand. I can see your hand. Please pray with me. Pray with me. I can see your hand. All over this place, I can see your hand lifted. You want to say that, Pastor? I want Jesus to be my Lord and Savior today. I'm not leaving this place without having Jesus in my life. You are here. If you have lifted up your hand, wherever you are standing, can you walk to me in the front? Walk to me all the way here. You lifted up your hand. Please help them to come. Asher, help them to come all the way to the front. God bless you. You are clapping for them. Are you clapping for them? Everybody, are you clapping for them? God bless you. Clap your hands for them. You lifted up your hands. Come on away. Lift up your two hands with me. I want you to say this prayer after me. Church, join us in this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I can't hear you. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come to you today. I come to you today. I surrender my life. I surrender my life. To you, Jesus. To you, Jesus. From today. From today, I receive you, Jesus. I receive you, Jesus, as my Lord, as my Lord, as my Savior, as my Savior, as my Redeemer, as my Redeemer. From today, from today, I confess, I confess, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. From today, from today, I confess, I confess, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus Christ. From today, from today, I confess, I confess, I belong to God. I belong to God. From today, from today, I choose, I choose to 
be with God. To be with God. Say, Father, Father, thank you, thank you for saving me. For saving me. Please, please write my name. Write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you. Thank you for sending your son. For sending your son to die on the cross. To die on the cross because of my sins. Because of my sins. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.